0: Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. Thanks for joining us in our study of biblical prophecy. Today, we are again looking at Jude 6, 14, and 15, and our title today is the angels are corrupting our world. Our last episode, episode 313, we talked about the angels that corrupted the ancient world, but today we're talking about the angels in the present tense. As we mentioned, what went on in the Genesis 6, Jesus said, would be happening in the days preceding his coming, as were the days of Noah, so shall be the coming of the Son of Man. And that's why it's so critical to know what's going on in Genesis 6. In case you were have been listening to Luke 21 you say, hey, no, 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 I want Revelation stuff. No, if you really want to know what's going on in the world and what will happen towards the end of the world, Genesis 6 is not a chapter of the Bible to skip, okay? We talked about protology and eschatology. But today we're going to do something different that's just intimately connected with what we talked about last episode about these fallen angels and their effect in the world, the question I would pose today is how should we then live? Several decades ago, Dr. Francis Schaeffer wrote a book basically acknowledging the theological and philosophical and political and cultural ideas that undergirded Christian civilization were gone. And as a result, how should we then live given this situation? Now, somebody might be surprised by my saying this, but hear it very carefully. Luke 21 Radio is not here to give you interesting theological tidbits. Uh, my goal, this is not just a radio show, my goal is to see your life impacted by truth and that you're transformed as a result, and that transformation can spread to other people, especially within your families. So how do we live in light of this? And again, I'll rehearse in Jude 6, it's the angels that did not keep their proper position, that corrupted the ancient world, that resulted in the flood that Jesus warned would return. And then in verses 15 and actually 14 and 15 in Jude, we talked about Enoch, the seventh from Adam. There is a document, a piece of literature in the uh, centuries before Christ and very popular at the time of Christ. The literature was called First Enoch. Don't just order anything connected with First Enoch over uh, Amazon. There's a Hermonia translation, and if that's a little confusing to you, just write me. Uh, ask the host at gmail.com because uh, a lot of people take spins off of Enoch and go off into outer space, theologically speaking. Okay? But here's the point this demonic darkness that was in the days of Noah sure seems to have infected our modern world. So, how should we then live? And the Catechism of the Catholic Church, just so you know, There's a lot of people out there saying, well, even if this happened in Genesis 6, we have nothing to worry about in the future, because everything about biblical prophecy, or most everything, or 95% of everything that the New Testament speaks in biblical prophecy is about stuff in the first century. Now, I don't deny that there's a dual understanding that certain things that happened in the ancient world, as well as things that happened in the first century, could be prefigurements of those that would come in an intensive form towards the end of the world. But the catechism of the early church is not lined up with the many teachers today who are saying, no, everything's kind of like this uh, first century approach. The catechism, for instance, in section 677 talks about God's victory over the final unleashing of evil, and that's before the second coming. God's triumph over the revolt of evil before the second coming. Well, what causes that? Uh, The internet, Hollywood, um, taking prayer, schools, don't get me wrong, all this stuff can create a lot of problems, but where does it all come from? What's the root? And rather than you know, playing whack-a-mole about this and that problem pops up. What's underneath the surface? It's causing this, and this is exactly what Jude, verses 6, 14, and fifteen, Second Peter 2, 4, and Genesis 6 is all about. So how should we then live? First up, be very careful not to fall into the trap of thinking superficial quick fixes will solve What's happening in our world. Um, There's a lot of Catholic marketing going on, and I'm not against marketing, but stuff that's marketed to you that's very exciting for you or your teen, we're looking at a problem that's incredibly deep, and we're just not looking for um, theological excitement or things that thrill us, but we're looking for things that really deeply root us in Christ so we can face this. So just just kind of watch out for that. Keep in mind Genesis 6, Jude 6, 14 and 15, 2 Peter 2, 4, and Matthew 24, as the days of Noah, so shall be the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And when you're looking for resources, dig deep rather than superficial. Uh, kind of along with that, I like to have a word for parents. I call it uh double-down parenting, okay? You're listening to this, and I mean, the natural reaction, and I'm with you, is to freak out. I mean, like, ay, 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 this is worse than what I thought, and it is worse than what we thought. And that's the point. But the temptation might be to turn to kind of like a hyper-legalistic approach to raising your children and really trusting on your doing a lot of Catholic stuff, and there's not— Nothing wrong with doing good Catholic stuff, but remember the key to it all, the key to a sacramental life is Jesus Christ. The key to a prayer life is Jesus Christ. The key to a moral life is Jesus Christ. It's not me, 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 me just trying to do more. This is very critical. Yes, we need to have more energy poured into our Christian lives, but that comes from the Holy Spirit not me and not you, okay? Along with double-down parenting to be aware of, and again, I'm looking for how do we live in light of this you know, this truth, and i realize realized not a whole lot of Catholics are talking about Genesis 6 and 2 Peter 2, 4 and Jude 6, 14 and 15, so here we, we brought it out, but we want our lives to line up with this, and I well, I'm just going to say it. Beware of double down politics in the 2020 elections. We here in the United States of America, my favorite nation on earth, spent 14 billion dollars. Well, hey, unless you've um unless you're Rip Van Winkle, you know something's really gone wrong, so you want to correct it. So what do you do? Uh, you know, it's it's elect a president and half of that 14 was for a president half was for congressional spending Uh, just the senate race in 2022 they spent 373 million dollars in pennsylvania and i'm i spent over a year of my life very intense very very intense in full-time pro-life politics i'm not against politics but what i'm describing to you Regarding the darkness that has come on our world and is infecting and plaguing everything, okay families, culture, country, even church, uh, politics can't root it out, okay. In the Lexum summary of 1st Enoch, and 1st Enoch is what's quoted for you in Jude verses 14 and 15, this is the summary of this whole book. The Book of the Watchers or First Enoch also introduces rebellious angels. The story describes 200 angels led by the angels who procreated with human women, fathered the Nephilim, the giants and were responsible for war- warfare, excuse me, promiscuity, astrology and sorcery. Okay? I'd like to just focus on one in First Enoch chapter eight and verse one, it says this, Asiel, he's the leader of the group, taught men to make swords of iron and weapons and shields and breastplates and every instrument of war. Where did all this stuff come from? You know, it's like the history of mankind is like the history of warfare. Where did it start? And where did all the violence on the earth erupt from? What caused it that caused God to bring the flood and judgment? 1 Enoch 8.1 tells you it's these fallen angels and their offspring taught mankind how to make iron and weapons and shields and breastplates and instruments of war. And uh, is, this, is this all past now? Or if the darkness it's in our world is reminiscent of the darkness in the days of Noah, well, then it might make sense, like Revelation 6-4, when you find one of the four horses of Revelation, the bright red one, the writer was permitted to take peace from the earth so that men should slay one another, and he was given a great sword. Uh, and that word great in Greek is mega, like you take a mega vitamin, it's like a high-potency vitamin. What's the great sword? Well, I'm going to be criticized for this, but Whatever. You may or may not have heard of the Bohemian Grove festivals in Northern California, where leaders of Ivy League schools, presidents of the United States, uh, heads of the leading corporations all meet and engage in some very, very bizarre ongoings. You should, uh, President Nixon was at a couple. He just, I can't repeat on the air how he described them, but he thought they were just out of it. And one of the things going on in the Bohemian Grove festivals of the leading lights, so to speak, in the United States is a Moloch reenactment, a reenactment of the god Moloch in, the ancient, in ancient Israel where people um, took their children and offered them in sacrifice to be burned alive at the feet of the god Moloch. And this is what was going on in the Bohemian Grove. It still goes on, far as I know. To me, it's very interesting that the famous Manhattan Project that developed the atom bomb, the planning meeting, was at the Bohemian Grove with the Moloch worship. And, I mean, there's a lot of questions about how do you use nuclear weapons, but I think everybody could wish that we never never knew how to make them, just as in the ancient world we never knew how to make swords and breastplates and all that out of iron. And we're looking at today, I don't know if you're aware, that the United States had a plan right after World War II. Actually, the plan was developed before World War II was over and Russia was our ally. They were going to drop 204 atomic bombs on 66 cities in the United States. Six were going to be dropped in Kiev, which was part of Russia back then, or Soviet Union. And we're going to erase Soviet Union from the map. And here we are in the modern world with everybody threatening nuclear weapons and such like that. And we need to be very careful that we don't follow the crowd, but aware of deceptions that may just, we need to stretch our imagination to see how deep and dark and deeply rooted they are in the modern world. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 314 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.